When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute provides educators access to nonfiction 9-11 resources for K-12, first-person curriculum with video, Discovering Heroes book series for kids, and a speakers bureau with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. A high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer that transforms into an interactive museum with artifacts and Russell F. Siller Memorial Scholarships for exemplary high school students of program recipients preparing for college. Never forget, donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. What is going on, Dutch Sports fam? It's your favorite history teacher, Mr. Parker Ainsworth, here for a fan Friday, joined by, I'm just going to say, all of Boston sports fan, <laughs> Chris <laughs> Sliwa. How are we doing, Chris? Good, Parker. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So, Chris, as a former, uh, the, you know, the best of Beantown podcast, right? A big Boston sports guy. We're actually going to talk about a trend today that kind of hit your city a while back. Now you're you're what twenty three? Yep, twenty. So I know it's hard for you to believe this because you're a Boston fan and you're twenty three years old. But most of us don't seem to win a championship every year, right? Like, like, like. I, I'm starting. I'm starting to understand that the past <laughs> couple of years now, and I've just heard stories from before I was alive that Boston sports were just awful year in and year out. So, well, because you had what you had this the seven, I guess. So six Pats, right? You had yeah. six Four Pats, Red Sox, one uh, one Celtics, and one Bruin. So, I, so the Bruins, right? I didn't know if they'd had more than one. Yeah, no, um, they've had a couple chances, but only one trophy to show. Yeah, I, I got to say, as as a Houston sports guy, I think I've got 94, 95 Rockets, and then we like have the 2017 Astros, but like uh, some people... <laughs> we don't need to dive too much into that one. And I was born in 91, so 94, 95 Rockets don't feel like that real thing. I will say... The like 05, the Vince Young Texas team was is like my like the closest I've got here. But your Boston teams, as winning as they have been, I don't know that they set this trend. But you grew up with a lifetime quarterback and and like you know are you know the greatest quarterback of all time, great go whatever da da da. And Tom Brady da da da. And Tom Brady, you grow with him your whole life, and then a couple years ago. I don't think it was as much of a like violent riff as some people are writing about it as such, but he splits, he goes South, he goes hang out in Florida. Cause that's what old people do. And he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the last 48 hours as of recording this. And for all I know, by the time this goes live, there'll be another one. Other quarterbacks seem to have followed the same trend in a way that it's not the Joe Montana going from the Niners to the chiefs when he's not any good anymore. Right. They're cutting out earlier than that, but it's after they've got this long established relationship with the fan base. Right. We just saw Matt Stafford ditch Detroit to go to LA and win a Super Bowl. We all kind of thought Ann Rogers was going to do it when 
he left Green Bay, or when he was going to leave Green Bay and he was upset, he ends up signing for four years a bajillion million dollars. Russell Wilson, I guess it's only been a decade, but feels like he's been in Seattle forever. Oh, yeah. And he just got swapped. If you're hearing this for the first time, I'm sorry to break the news to you. He just got swapped to Denver, right? And for a bunch of picks coming back. So Denver, so Seattle's completely restarting. And Russell Westbrook's doing this like last chapter in Denver, it looks like. Carson Wentz is bouncing around a little bit, but he also like felt like a staple, a very Philly guy. And then he's in Indy. And now today he just got moved to Washington. My question for you is, Chris, to start off, when you first got the news that, you know, your lifelong quarterback, Tom Brady, you know, some people just got the news that if they're from Seattle, their lifetime quarterback, Russell Wilson, a year ago, some people in Detroit, their lifetime quarterback, Matt Stafford. When they say, I'm out of town now, I'm li- like, they're gone. What is your initial reaction when that happens with Brady? At first, I truly didn't believe it because I remember it was like the first couple weeks of the pandemic when it happened so i'm back in my hometown and i get woken up in the morning to someone's telling me that the brady was leaving the pats i'm like no you're not i'm going to bed i don't believe i don't believe you and then i wake up two hours later and it was actually true i was like damn this is gonna be weird this year like having to see watch my team with the court with a different quarterback than the one that I've been watching my entire life. So, I mean, yeah, there was the 08 season with Matt Castle, but you knew he was coming. Brady was coming back after that. But it is just a weird experience to begin with. And so I know how Ram or not Rams fans, Seahawks fans and Lions fans, and I guess Colts fans aren't really. I know how they're feeling right now. It's a, it's a weird feeling to have. And it, it brings up a lot of questions for the future, for sure. <laughs> well, and – Honest, honesty moment, because obviously we know what happens and, you know, with hindsight, what happens in his two years in Tampa, his last pass in New England was like, wasn't it the pick six against Tennessee, right? It, that might have been like not quite the last pass. He might have thrown another ball before the game was over. But that was like the effectively like the last big play. Did you did you feel like he was leaving with more left in the tank? Did you feel like he was actually done and it was going to be more like Joe Montana? I had a feeling he was going to come back and still play because there was no one really saying that he wanted to retire at that time. It was just there was the so-called rift between him and Belichick. So, like, you kind like there was that thought that he was actually going to leave and go play somewhere else. But you're like, no, this guy's been here for over 20 years. He's not going to leave us like that. And lo and behold, he goes to Tampa and ends up winning another Super Bowl. And now the real debate is going on between who's who is more important to the (laughs) Uh, dynasty between him and Belichick. Well, and, and it certainly sparked that conversation in a weird way. The next fall comes. So like next fall for Seahawks fans or this past fall for Lions fans or, or what Green Bay thought they were getting ready for. And a new guy is under center. Very literally for like the first time in your conscious life that they're intentionally playing a new guy under center. Like you mentioned, Matt Castle, but like he wasn't supposed to be a starter, right? Mm-hmm. What's going through your mind as Cam Newton's taking snaps for the Patriots? I was excited when I saw Cam come to New England. I, there's always rumors once Brady left that maybe Cam was going to come there, but I was excited to see him. Like, obviously, I didn't really want to have too many expectations for the team because, I mean, it was COVID year and you really didn't know what to expect, and Cam Newton wasn't Cam Newton anymore. But I was excited for him. And But, obviously, things didn't go the way we wanted to go, but, I mean, with the team he had, it was leading them to a 7-9 record. Obviously, 
in New England, it's Super Bowl or bust every year. But with the team that he had last year with all the opt-outs, it was – I wouldn't say it was a horrible season, but it wasn't like – it wasn't the worst thing in the world that could happen, obviously, <laughs> since it got us Mac Jones. <laughs> since it got you Mac Jones. All right. So if you were going to give, like, advice to Joe Schmo in Seattle or, like, you know, super fan on the internet that's big on ESPN is Mina Kimes, a big Seattle fan, right? If you're giving advice, I guess she's like old enough to have witness other quarterbacks, but to the 16 year old kid in Seattle that doesn't know a world without Russell Wilson, or to, you know, maybe even a 23 year old fan like yourself that just like was so young when they didn't have Russell Wilson, what advice do you give to those fans as they watch their team? Like, you clearly have this healthy relationship where like you were not anti Brady after he departed. You seem to like kind of be okay with the with the Buccaneers doing well. Certainly, obviously like anytime Tom Brady did well, except for when he played us, <laughs> except for the time he, he played you guys, which was an epic game, by the it way. It was, it was amazing. What is your advice to those fans out there that like just saw their franchise quarterback of their lifetime leave? To those fans, you may be down right now since the one quarterback you've watched forever is now gone, but it will get better. This year might be a tough year for you Seahawks fans, but I promise you give it some time and it will get better. Maybe get rid of Pete Carroll along the way, but who knows? Well, that's a different conversation for a different day, but it will get better. You just got to give it some time. Obviously, we really don't know who is going to be the Seahawks quarterback. This year, obviously, that's how Patriots fans felt until they signed Cam Newton. But just wait. This year will be a tough year, but it will get better going forward, especially now that they have a bunch of first-round picks. Just look towards the future, for sure. Fair enough, fair enough. And obviously, a well-run organization like the Patriots are not going to be down long. They go get Mac Jones, and they come right back, get the opt-outs to hop back in, and they're back again. What Did that – obviously, that helped some – when when y'all went into the draft last year, were you like, oh yeah, we'll be back next year? Like w- once you finished one bad year, were you confident that you were going to be back, or did it take watching Mac play a little bit to be like, no, we're ready again? Um, I had some hope once they drafted him, but like before the draft, I really didn't want them to get a quarterback at all. But then we get Mac Jones in draft, like you kind of. Knew it was going to, be, going to be a better season this year, especially with all the additions they made in the offseason. Like, there still wasn't any crazy expectations. It was more so just, like, watch and see what happens because, obviously, rookie quarterback, you never really know what's going to happen. Thankfully, we probably have the best rookie quarterback right now, so I can't be complaining too much. But it, it was weird at first, but now that he got us into the playoffs. I think now, I'm definitely way more confident now in this team going forward than I was this time last year. For sure. For sure. And I don't think any of these other fans that are watching this happen to the team can necessarily like hope for that. That's a weird, yeah. first of all, this year's quarterback class is just not as deep. So the likelihood of it being a rookie, like I guess if Drew Locke went off to Seattle and like popped off, maybe something could happen, but like, that's could, but there's, yeah. I'm not betting on it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not Absolutely betting on not. it. All right, and Geno we... Smith, just to go off of that real quick, Geno Smith wasn't even that bad when Russ was hurt this past year too. So, Well, he, he certainly stepped in. He was better than I remembered him in New York. But yeah. then again, everyone's better when they leave the Jets. Um, <laughs> all right, you had this like great quarterback, greatest of all time, and so on. He leaves. And like you kind of knew the end was near, and he left, right? It felt, like, am I speaking out of turn? Is that kind of how it went? Yeah, you kind of knew it was coming. 
I think in Green Bay, they had – so if you had Jordan, they have Magic or, or whatever the comparison you want to be. They mm. feel like they have another guy that's in the same ballpark, even if they're not the greatest. Right? Aaron Rodgers is very good. Mm. And he – I think we all kind of assume because of his commentary last summer, his antics this season, I think we all assumed he was out. Oh, and then he signs a massive extension to stay. And, and I guess, would you, I, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are very different. They have very different controversies off the field that are frankly much smaller on Tom Brady's side. I mean, like the doctor that's not a doctor is kind of weird, but like whatever. The do, Would you have wanted the Aaron Rodgers treatment where like he drags you along, says he's leaving and stays? Or were you okay with having your guy leave? Because on the one hand, you get to keep your guy. On the other hand, you get dragged around a little bit. Like, I, I don't know which way is better there. If I was a Packers fan, I would have just wanted to rip the Band-Aid off immediately and get rid of Rodgers. Obviously, I'm saying this as a Pats fan, so I kind of <laughs> feels like I see that quarterback. But with all the stuff that's been going on with Aaron Rodgers, like you said, like, wouldn't be the worst idea to just rip the Band-Aid off and have him go play somewhere else? Because, honestly, I'm not really sure if he's going to stay there the entirety of that four-year contract. I, I really don't know. Obviously, he has like he is committed to the long term, but you never know. Maybe at – Maybe they have a bad year this year and just like, yeah, I want out again. So I think looking at my experience with Brady leaving, I think it would have just been better off for Rodgers to leave. And one of those teams I thought he could have gone to was the Broncos, but obviously that's not happening anymore. (laughs) But yeah. Well, and so you mentioned the Broncos. I'd like to ask of including the Packers, including the Broncos, I guess including the Washington Commanders as well. You know, we've seen this work out twice now, where like Brady goes to Tampa, they win it all. Stafford goes to LA, they win it all, right? Are we looking at like, is that going to happen in Denver? Is that really like a possibility? And then, like, of those three guys, Rodgers, Russell, and Wentz, do you, which one do you see like having the most immediate impact on their team? Is it the guy that stayed? Is it the guy that moved? Like, who, who's going to have a real impact? that could launch them to a Super Bowl kind of team right away? I think definitely Russell Wilson for sure. I mean, in the Packers case, really like they had everything around Rodgers this last year and they just couldn't do anything once they got to the playoffs. So obviously he's still going to have a huge impact, probably have a similar season to he just that he just had. But I think Russell Wilson has the best chance to propel his team to the Super Bowl just because of the fact that Broncos really didn't have a great quarterback situation, and now they have great weapons around him. Obviously, they lost Fant, which sucks as have, being like that tight end that's reliable. But Russell Wilson is still a great quarterback. Yeah, he had an off year and was injured this past year, but I think there's a very good chance that he could possibly propel them to the Super Bowl, although it, that is now the toughest and probably the best division in football now that he's there because, I mean, all four starting quarterbacks in that division are – good to great at least so it's going to be tough for him but i think there's definitely an opportunity because yeah their defense isn't the defense from a couple years ago but it's still good well and obviously free agency and trade season is is far from over i guess they could you know they could pull von miller back or something crazy right i i think it's interesting that i weirdly think russell wilson could have the best year of the three and they don't win as many games because of how difficult that division is you mentioned every all four starting quarterbacks in that division can have that type of fourth quarter that wins you a ball game because they were just playing out of their, out of their mind that day, right? 
you kind of expect it out of Mahomes, frankly. But Justin Herbert, like if he continues to grow and develop in the way he is, ought to have some games like that this season. Derek Carr does it way more often than he gets credit for. Like oh, yeah. I, I, I always get surprised by that guy. And then we've I'm seen gonna, Russ. I'm sorry. I'm inter- I was just going to say, I'm interested to see what McDaniels can do with Carr this year too. That's going to be a good one. It's going to be a fun matchup and then a, a fun pairing. And I was going to say, I've seen Russell Wilson do that, right? Like mm-hmm. obviously different weapons, different uniforms, different whatever, but I've seen him do that. It doesn't feel like when Peyton Manning got there and by his second year, he was like barely able to throw the ball. You know, I, I think there's something interesting going on there. I, I I have a hard time thinking that Aaron Rodgers is not the one that goes the farthest out of this because they've been to so they've been to a couple of NFC championship games in a row before pooping the bed in said championship games. You rooted for Brady when he left. You continue to root, for, except for the one game he played the Patriots. Oh yeah, was that challenging? Not really, just because you knew the Patriots weren't going to be that good. So at least they're. I don't want to sound like a bandwagon, but at least there was Brady in the backup when the Patriots weren't doing good. I mean, especially in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs and Mahomes. I like Mahomes, but I didn't like the Chiefs as a team. So obviously I'm going to go with the guy that was with us for 20 years. But yeah, just because of the fact the Patriots weren't that weren't good in 2020, it made it a lot easier to root for Brady after leaving. And, you know, Seattle – who knows how long their rebuild takes. It looks like they're doing the same kind of rebuild where they also cut ties to Bobby Wagner. Everyone's assuming DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett get moved somewhere because they're valuable. And why would you need valuable wideouts right now if you get other positions? Would you anticipate, like, would you expect a Seattle fan to, like, sit with the Broncos for a year or two to just kind of, like, continue to root for Russell? Or what would you anticipate happening there? I feel like that one would be a little tough. Just, just because they played in the Super Bowl, although Seattle kicked Denver's butt in that Super Bowl. But, I mean, <laughs> if it is going to be a re- rebuilding year for the Seahawks, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them rooted for Russ and the Broncos to do good. But I'm really not sure if the Seahawks are going to go in full rebuilding mode. Yeah, they just lost their franchise quarterback. But, I mean, there's probably still some serviceable quarterbacks that could at least – bridge them to their next great quarterback in the future maybe it's through the draft in a couple of years when it's a better draft or what but i don't think i don't think they're going to go into a full rebuild rebuild before this upcoming season but it's definitely in the future one team again houston sports guy one team that is you know doing this a little bit differently is houston if they're tore the team apart it frankly feels like a farm system team in football right now and the deshaun watson thing is looming um, it looks like we're going to find out more on his court situation in the coming months. If you're a rebuilding team, because there was rumors on Twitter, for whatever that's worth, on the day we're recording this, that Seattle would be interested. I understand Deshaun Watson's young, and you could lock him up for a while and rebuild around him, but do you want to go get Deshaun if you're a Seattle rebuild? Like, if you're New England two years ago, would you have gone and gotten Deshaun, given I mean, all the stuff happening around him? Yeah, before all the stuff going around him, definitely would go at go after him but now i not so much i mean i can kind of see the seahawks going after him now that they have these picks but if i'm them i'm not really sure if i want to do that and let until all the stuff comes out from his situations going on but i don't know i I did have a weird feeling once i saw that trade and they got the picks that like maybe they'll like maybe they'll make a serious push at him and so i could see him in the Seahawks uniform, but if I'm like the Seahawks GM myself, I'm not so sure about that. 
Fair enough. I, I, I just don't know. I think it's interesting as a Houston sports guy, I think it's interesting that obviously Houston should take all the phone calls and get rid of them because who knows mm. what happens. But I just think it's interesting that they're getting the phone calls. You know, it's not up to me. It's not my job. But I just think that is an interesting move on their part. Last thing, and then and then we'll wrap for a second. Is this going to be a thing that – because I feel like it was a thing where quarterbacks like said, I got one or two more years, and they went and stunk somewhere. Right, you could mm-hmm. almost argue Peyton Manning had one good year in Denver, but his last couple in Denver were not that certainly. Right? Is this gonna be a thing? Is this gonna be a thing where we see quarterbacks do this, where that because quarterbacks can play to the late thirties because the way the positions evolve a little bit and guys aren't allowed to hit them quite the same anymore? Are we going to see Stafford, Brady, now Wilson? Is that going to become the trend where guys? play somewhere, get their 10 years, and like, hey, y'all should rebuild and I'll dip. Like, is that something you could see happening? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I could see it happening in the future. I think the NFL – I mean, the NFL is probably the hardest league where one player sticks with a team for the entirety of his career, especially with the quarterback positions where you can play 15, 20 years. So I can definitely see that trend starting to happen. And I think it might start becoming comparable to the NBA where, like, guys will play six, seven years on a team, get – the max amount of money for those two contracts or so, and then they want to force their way out to a different situation. I feel like it might start turning into that a little bit. So that would be interesting to see, but I can definitely see a trend of quarterbacks later on in their careers. If they still think they have it in them going somewhere else after being there for a long time. Fair enough. I I think it's just fascinating that like the quarterback felt in some ways like a pillar of a franchise, the way GM or coach would be. And now we're seeing that like that may be, less set in stone than we realized. I mean, at a younger level, you saw the way that Arizona like dumped Rosen for Kyler Murray. Right. And, mm-hmm. and like that kind of stuff, right. There were talks of like Miami dumping Tua super quick. Right. Like, like they never did it. And, and part of that may be because Deshaun got in trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. But there were certainly, it seems like there were talks around that kind of stuff. all The time. The idea that quarterbacks are moving more is interesting. And I think your basketball analogy is a, a fair point. Chris, if people want to ask you about how to deal with their quarterback leaving their team and the sadness and the tears, where can they find you? You can, if you want to reach out to me for some advice on that, I can be your personal therapist. You can reach me at, at Chris underscore slew seven, where I'm always talking stuff like this and I can help you through these tough times for the fans of teams that just had their longtime quarterback leave you. And, and Carson Wentz is not quite the long-term quarterback to the others, but tweet of the week from Chris underscore Sleeve seven is quote, don't care if it's the month, month of March, can't stop the badness dash gonna dash NFL GMs. I laughed. I laughed very loud when I read that <laughs> the first time that was well played. <laughs> Thank you. And it's a great song. March or not, stop the madness by little skies and gonna great song. <laughs> It was a well, it was just an appropriate tweet. It is March. There's madness going on, and it's not the madness you normally think of. <laughs> you can find me and probably older rap lyrics that date me a little bit. Uh, Painsworth512 on Instagram and Twitter. That's P I N S W R T H W O R T H 512 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find this show on Instagram at F underscore N underscore sports. That's at F underscore N underscore sports on Instagram and on Twitter. We're at F N sports 2. That's F I N S P O R T S number two, all one word. On Twitter, thank you for listening to the show. Make sure you download, rate, review, subscribe. Let's do it on a couple of platforms. Do all those wonderful things that help out the podcast. But whatever you do when it comes to sports, don't flunk with us. Later, guys.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings and choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store or belltire.com for details. Restrictions apply.